0: Hey everybody, welcome to Wasting Our 20s. I'm Junior. I'm Alex. If it's your first time here, it's uh, us two brothers. We just talk about random topics every episode. If you're back, welcome back, man. Thank you for being here. Thanks for being part of the movement, guys. There is no movement. There's a movement, and it's a coming. Alex is afraid of it, but it's a coming. There's no movement. It's like a train, a freight train, an unstoppable train, Alex. The Wasting Our 20s movement. Next thing you know, we're going to have to get merch now. That's it. We're not. We're we don't even merch. have a logo. Huh? Ex- we, exactly. We don't even have a logo. It doesn't matter, Alex. We'll it work does on that. matter. Everybody knows you get the merch first, then you get the logo, it really Alex. It does sense. That's how everything works, Alex. It doesn't have to make sense. It does, actually. Not at all.
1: That's not how things work at all, Alex. It does for merchandising. What yeah, the fuck are you going to put on the shirt? Just words? I don't know. Yeah, see, all of a sudden, just poke the big old hole in your fucking let's get merch first. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking shit. I'm not gonna... We're not going to have fucking merch. Who's going to buy that shit?
0: <laughs> no, it's going to buy that I don't even shit. wear that shit because I don't know what the fuck it be. I don't know. could be uh, something ridiculous we said one time. It could be. Like, it'd just be sayings and stuff like that. Like, for all we know, we could just have somebody, like, passing a poll. I don't know what we could have. Yeah. <laughs> we could do all types of just It's going to be, shit. like,
1: two hands in a baton race, but it's going to be a dick blurred out instead. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like pole passing. Dude, yeah, there you go, dog. There you go. I just came up with that shit off the top of my head.
0: I pre- hey, that's a good one, man. That was a good one. The uh, by
1: the way, that should been trademarked. Do not try to make that shit on your own. Yeah, don't make that shit on your <laughs> own, man. That's probably a waste in our 20s. I'm not actually going to make a it's shirt legit. like It's legit. That. That's don't pretty funny, though. Don't
0: use it. That is funny, though. All right, anyway. Uh, it's Tuesday. I don't know. <laughs> Me and Alex, uh, we didn't get any uh, recommendations or whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, suggestions from anybody. So we're kind of just, you know, wanging it right now. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We were having a couple pre-podcast discussions. I was in the middle of telling Alex that I found a new podcast that is fucking ridiculous. But I find it really funny, actually, if you want to give it a chance. Uh, The Ron Burgundy podcast. Have you seen that? No.
1: Is it like you you, you know, pretending to be Ron Burgundy? Yeah, he's having a conversation as Ron Burgundy. And uh, it's pretty ridiculous. That sounds like it would get old very quickly. Like, I can see how it'd be funny for maybe one episode, or maybe, like, a
0: bit. Well, because he has guests on there, so he just talks to the guest as Ron Burger. Because, you know, he's like a clue, clueless
1: news anchor. Yeah, but like I said, I feel like the bit would get old. I mean, maybe it doesn't. I mean, I, I might have to take it with it. It started me. off really funny at first. Like I said, I only listened to one episode, so maybe
0: it did get old. I don't know. I'd have to listen to the rest of them. But the first one, like, he's just, he has a producer named Caroline, and he's like, all right, Caroline, you let me know when we're ready. Just let me know. And then he like starts eating an apple. He's like, <laughs> and like you can hear him smacking his mouth. He's like, nah. And then like, he's sipping on a drink, and he's like, man, I tell you, there's nothing like a good hard apple and warm coffee. <laughs> it does the body good. And then Caroline's like, Ron. Ron. Huh? What? (laughs) Just let me know when we're starting, Caroline. Jesus, you're interrupting my apple and coffee time. And then he says, he goes on this huge rant about apple and coffee. He's like, we've already started. Since when? This entire time? Okay. So they've heard all of this now. He's like, yes. And then he starts trying to explain what a podcast is. And he's like, so I figured we'd start with something really just entertaining. He's like, you know, something that for sure will get us right on the hot track. That way everybody will listen to us. He's like, that's right. True crime. White hot topic right now. And then Caroline's like, uh, Ron, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's not as popular as you think. What are you talking about, Caroline? And she's like, it, it hasn't really been that popular in about five years. Still white hot, blazing. I don't believe you. You're a liar <laughs> and you have stupid hair. And then it's, uh, it's just him being Ron Burgundy. But then they have a guy that's on there. He's a forensic psychologist. So then, uh, I don't, it's just really funny if you want to give it a listen, though. It's called the Ron Burgundy podcast. It's kind of funny.
1: Podcast I've, I recently got into it's called the Throwback Podcast. It's Dan Hanses from the Around the NFL. It's his side podcast. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's really fucking good. So basically what they do is, uh, so they have a couple different episode formats. They have the top 10 format where basically they take a, uh, a weekend or a month out of a year, um, from basically their past, their childhood. Cause it's a nostalgia podcast for them mm-hmm. is what they market it as. And they basically say these were the top 10 tracks of that month like the Billboard Top 100 tracks. Oh. And they go through them and they kind of like explain. Because, you know, sometimes if you ever heard like a top 10 list from back then, sometimes you hear a song, you're like, that was a top 10 song? That's ass. And yeah. they got to put it in context. Of like, listen, you don't understand what was happening at yeah, this time. Yeah, like what was happening at this time, blah, blah, blah. Like U2's, um, like U2's album back in 2000, how it was a hit in 2001 because after 9-11, a lot of their songs like became anthems for healing for New York. No. And they became like super massive. They gave you two like another 15 years of being relevant. Really? Yeah, cuz at that point they had just released an album in like 96 that was awful. It was yeah. god awful. Really? Yeah, and that and that album kind of like took them skyrocketed them back to the top. Yeah, put them back on the upswing. But yeah, and then they have another episode format where basically they take an album and they go track by track and they kind of break down their thoughts about the 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 song itself as well as its overall context in the album and the artist discography and it's pretty interesting they did the the cranberry one of the cranberries albums and I the cranberries yeah and i and i really liked it because they because they go in depth about how they feel about the song because they both uh studied a little bit of music in college and they go about stories that reminds them of and there's actually a very funny story about mm. that cranberries album where he where uh his friend bob remembers his first fight and how he was manipulated by a girl into having this fight. Oh, man, that's and, the worst. And how, in retrospect, the fight didn't make any sense. And how he provoked the fight, even though in his mind he was a hero of his own story. And he did it to protect her honor. I
0: honestly think all of my fights, man, back in high school were behind some sort of female influence, I think. No, probably Or not. stupidity.
1: Probably stupidity not. or women. It was and sometimes they kind of tied in. No. No, they did sometimes. Not. Well, maybe in your head. No. Okay, look. I okay, just, let's... Okay. What's up? Think about all the fights you ever had in high school, right? Just, okay. Just Run imagine it. Them. About how many would you say you're on the right side of the fight? Like, you like had... Like, where I was right? Like, I was the righteous warrior. I was correct in my not situation. Not righteous warrior, but you were correct in the reason for fighting. Like, it wasn't like, I... Like, this dude just pissed me off. I want to fight. It's like, he did something that's legitimately fight-worthy. Like, it's a punchable offense, as they call it. Ah. Uh, maybe 1%, I don't oh, know, God.
0: I don't even think that, I'm, I can't, nothing even comes to my mind when I think of like, fuck, when was I not wrong, because I, I, was, I was really high <laughs> for most of my fights, and then again, it's usually me being petty as fuck, and doing some dumbass shit,
1: mm. a lot, I got a lot of petty fights, how many were you the instigator on, where the dude's like, where the dude's mad, but he doesn't want to fight, but then you say some shit that makes him want to fight? Mm, probably
0: maybe like 10% wow cause if I'm mad enough where I wanna fight I, I don't really wanna back down I spit on somebody before oof cause he didn't wanna fight me so I spit in his face that'll get you in a fight really quick
1: yeah I can imagine uh slap the dude never been in a fight yeah. believe it or not <laughs> nope. have you ever had anybody spit on you <laughs> uh once yeah oh shit um, it was in front of the teacher though, so I wasn't gonna do anything. Oh, I was gonna say, Alex, you're it's in the middle of a, you're a better man than I am. Yeah. Um, also, I'm a lover, not a fighter. I'm no. not gonna. I'm not gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> you found that really funny. <laughs> I don't know. Why. You, you really found that very I, music, and that kind of hurts my feelings.
0: I was gonna say something,
1: but I was like, "Yeah." You were gonna say, say "I love you" yourself, maybe, weren't you? No. <laughs> no, that's pretty good though. I was gonna say that is pretty good though. That's also a funny one.
0: No, I was gonna say. Uh, I said. The, I was gonna say. Wow. I said. is the same thing. I said it must be the national quote for pussies. <laughs> But only, that's why I find it so funny only cause Danny's told me that too he's like I'm a lover not a fighter
1: <laughs> nah <laughs> I mean if you really break it down yeah I'm kind of a bitch I'm gonna be completely honest I'm scared to be in a fight and uh, so I've never been in one I mean most people are when you really
0: think about it uh, I was really forced into my first fight again by a girl I felt like that's why I think this is the 1% the very first fight I had I felt like I was in the right so it was legitimate I, I had a girlfriend at the time and uh, she was molested
1: by no. another man in school. No. So you had to defend her honor. No. She was
0: insulted? N- huh? <laughs> okay. Nobody, about, bit, nobody bit their thumb at her. I, no, Alex. I,
1: I wasn't mean like... Someone called her a whore and you're like, I can't stand for this. No, someone grabbed her ass. We no, were... Well, no, she was molested. I I was right the first is time. Is that Melissa though? I mean, yeah. like... And she was inappropriately touched
0: against her will. That's true. That okay. sounds like
1: molestation to me.
0: Yeah. Well, she was my girlfriend at the time and we were walking hand in hand, Right.
1: Now, was it intentional or was it like an accidental dude walked by and brushed against it? No, like these dudes were doing like, I guess like dares
0: or bets. I don't know what they were doing, but it was like a group of three of them. And one of them just ran up and like smacked her on the ass and then like ran away. And then at first I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Like that was it to me. <laughs> I never been in a fight before. I was like, damn, that sucks for you, huh? And then she was like, you ain't gonna do nothing. I said, what? And then my first girlfriend. So I didn't know no better. And then she's like, you're not going to defend my honor. Da, da, da. Why am I with you? And I was like, I guess. So then I, I run over there. Now, this is how I found out there was three of them, Alex. I chased this young man. And then I he, I made it back to the base. And uh, there was three of them. And I proceeded to get my ass whooped. <laughs> and then after I got my ass whooped, I realized I was like, it's not really that bad. Like, the ass whooping wasn't that bad. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. I didn't. I wasn't even like, because, you know, we were all like little kids. so I didn't get like bruises or nothing. Like. I can see
1: how that would but take. But I feel
0: like I got my ass kicked though cuz I was on the I was on the ground and I'm going to be honest I cried. They had me on the ground and they were just like saying mean things to me and like punching me occasionally. So I was like I say that I got my ass kicked but it really wasn't that bad. I've had way worse ass kickings but I
1: say I got my ass kicked. I can see how that would shape your perception of what a fight is and your willingness to fight. Because I've never been in a fight. The only fights I've ever seen I went to a very (laughs) ghetto middle school so the first fight I saw was fucking ruthless. Like it was these two girls going at each other they were literally grabbing each other by the hair swinging each other around the hallway slamming into lockers and shit yeah. I was like that's a fight I want no part of that shit yeah well like I said that I that happened to me and then
0: somebody saw me and came to help me right mm-hmm. and then the dude was like hey man if you want you know what I'm saying we, we slap box in the bathroom every day and I was like
1: this sounds gay as shit it but, does right <laughs> slap box is that, is that slang for something right. <laughs> 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 we slap each other's boxes
0: in the bathroom. <laughs> I <Is> said, <she> gay? <laughs> no, but, but yeah. So we slap boxes in the bathroom every day at like lunchtime. Like we skip lunch and we just slap boxes. And I was like, what the fuck is that? He's like, you know, he's like, uh, come fuck with me tomorrow, man. He's like, I got A lunch. I was like, all right, cool. Now that sounds
1: like, gay. And how you guys like, were fucking during A lunch. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then anyway, so A lunch shows up. Uh, dude finds me or whatever, and he's like, hey, man like come on
1: so it's like a little
0: mini fight club bro but it's only slap boxing you can't hit with closed fist so then i started doing that and then like i said dude you just get like slapped every now and again and you're like this isn't that bad bro like, i could take this shit like i i could i could get hit in the face and be fine you know what i'm saying even though i was getting slapped in the body and like you know some dudes are like really trying to like slap the shit out of you and i was like bro this is really isn't that bad like i can do this
1: you know what's funny is i've seen a lot of fights start from slap boxing where people are just playing yeah people around. get too serious because at first they're slapping each other, one person's getting his ass beat, and then he gets mad, and, and he, he starts closing fist. his fist, yep. and then the other guy's like, he's not just going to punch me, and me not do anything about it. So then he closes his fist, and then they're just throwing fists.
0: Ah, I saw that shit. I saw a kid actually get his jaw broke behind that shit. Oof. Slap boxing in the bathroom. Slap boxing, like you said, exact same shit, dude. Dude got fucking rocked, bro. I'm talking about slap the shit out of it. Everybody was like, Durr! So, you know, after that, you feel kind of punked. You know what I'm saying? And as a young man, you got all this testosterone flowing through you and shit like that. So then he goes and swings with, like, a haymaker. Dude ducks it and is like, oh, okay. Grabs the side of his face, bro, and just slams him into the sink. Broke his jaw. I was like, fuck. I was like, uh... He deserved that. I don't want to come here no more. And then I just... We all left. We all ran out of there, bro, because we were like, that nigga in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Well, we all ran out of there, and we just left that dude there, which, uh, in hindsight, probably not a good thing to leave somebody with a broken jaw lying on a bathroom floor.
1: Yeah, probably covered in piss and shit.
0: I mean, as you said, though, before, you knew what happened. He did kind of deserve that, though. He
1: did kind of deserve that. Because,
0: I mean, okay, you got rocked, bro. You got to just take that shit on the chin, literally, and then move on. And he just got in his feelings, bro, and tried to just, like, throw a cheap one. And that dude got pissed
1: off. Yeah, it's why a lot of people, they don't just, like, get in gangs and just do that. That's how come you go to a gym. so there's a coach or someone to be like, all right, that's enough. Yeah, somebody and just listen. stop it. Yeah, it's like, listen, that's. You lost. That's fine. Yes. Just come back next round. Yeah. You'll, you'll be, be all right. You'll be it's fine. Like, you'll it's be just fine. like, even if you're, because it's, it's the same thing with sparring with gloves. I've seen that too, because I had a friend who was a semi-pro boxer when I was in high school. Yeah. And I, and he invited me to the gym once, because he's like, oh yeah, man, you can get a shape. you can like, you know, jump, jump rope and all that shit. Shape, yeah. And I went there and I saw a spar, and this dude got knocked down. And he got up fucking pissed and just started coming at him like all kinds like of crazy. Wild and shit, yeah, yeah. and the coach was like, the the hell are you doing?
0: Yeah, that's not cool. He's
1: like, one, we're just sparring here. It's a friendly match. Two, you're going to get yourself knocked the fuck out like that because you're just throwing wildly. You're not even paying attention. Yeah. He was more mad because he's like, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. You keep doing that shit. Well, yeah, because sparring, you go like
0: 60% of your most. That's why some people, man, you got to watch out with sparring, especially like in Muay Thai. Like, uh. Because they tell you if you go to Thailand, dude, a lot of those guys don't even wear like uh, shin guards or nothing like that because they won't hit each other hard because it's a respect thing. So if you hit them hard, they won't ever spar with you again. Like if you hit them to what they believe is too hard, you could be banned from a fucking gym, bro, in Thailand. And I remember there was this one guy, bro, and he was like swinging like hard as fuck at me when I first started. And I was like, hey, man, like you kind of got to like back out on the power. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see you're really trying to like knock me out. And then he's like he's like we're sparring that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to try to beat each other and I was like beat each other I was like bet I like 60% bro I was like we're not trying to knock each other out this is a friendly we're trying to get better you know what I'm saying practice combos shit like that you know what I'm saying yeah, practice blocking technique. Yeah exactly it's sparring is the focus on technique you know what I mean perfecting your combos, following through, shit like that, you're not trying to knock somebody out, bro, we go to the same gym, you know what I'm saying, if we were both professional fighters, we fight for the same gym, why the fuck you want to knock me out so you can say you knocked me out, bro, at the time, I'd been doing it for like a week, I was like, congratulations, bro, you beat a fucking noob, dog, because he'd been doing it for like two years, so I was like, bro, like, if you spar with people like this, nigga, like, I see why nobody came to you to spar, because, like, nobody wanted to go to him, so I was like, oh, shit, that's why I'll go over there, you know what I'm saying, and now I realize why nobody wanted to spar with him, bro, because he's like really legitimately trying to knock people out. But like I said, I have a little bit of, you know, a couple of street fights under my belt, so I was able to kind of like bob and weave and duck a little bit. So I was like, okay, he ain't just going to, like pick on me type shit. Like I'm just gonna get like wrecked or nothing like that. But I could see, like, you know, sometimes you can just see the power somebody's coming with. No, like, wait, I
1: don't. Uh, well, <laughs> Sorry, I've never
0: been in a fight. I don't. No, nah, you're right. Well, sometimes you know you just see people and they're like trying to like you can see them like shifting their weight trying to rock you, bro, and it's like. That shit is way too fucking serious. Like, it's not that serious. But, yep. So, and I'm actually starting that back up again. Like I said, I started yesterday. Yeah. Had fun going back Wednesday and Friday. Because I forgot it's only Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's why I also didn't go to the gym today. Because I was going to go today. But then I was like, I forgot Tuesdays and Thursdays are kickboxing. Oh. And I don't want to do kickboxing. I I want to do class. (laughs) And I want to do Muay Thai. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh,. Yeah, because Monday, Wednesday, Friday is jujitsu and muay thai. Tuesday, Thursday is jujitsu and kickboxing. Okay. Yeah. And like I said, uh I I see some people, they go to both classes. Like they'll go to all four classes. You know what I'm saying? They go to jujitsu, yeah. muay thai, then the next day go to jujitsu and uh, kickboxing. But I want to master muay thai first, or at least get a good firm handle on techniques on that first. And then try jujitsu, because I also do find jujitsu really interesting. Like rolling and shit like that.
1: I find that really interesting. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it does seem interesting. I'm not I've never been one for the physical side of like things. Like the martial arts and stuff. Yeah. I
0: don't know, I find it very interesting. It actually turns out through the dude that I'm training under, the driver I'm training under, he uh he showed me a couple of photos that he has, bro. He's a third Don Black Belt. Apparently he was in the special forces in the army. And that's when he first got interested in the martial arts. He got out of the army when he was twenty one. Now he's like fifty something years old. But yeah, he's like a third Don black belt. And I was like, holy crap. He actually offered to show me some stuff on Tuesdays and Thursdays. He's like, in case if he's like, I know you don't go to the gym except Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Tuesdays, Thursdays if you want. He's like, You go over to my house. I got a whole gym in my garage and I still got all my equipment. So I think I might do that too, because that looks actually really cool. What kind of martial arts does he practice? Uh fuck, he told me and I cannot remember. But it's it's basically like it's mostly self defense stuff. Like it's how to disarm knives. Oh, okay. Uh, He specializes in
1: weapons training. Like he. So it's kind of it's so it's a lot like Krav Maga then.
0: Kind of, yeah. Because I know Krav
1: Maga has a lot of disarming techniques and uh, anti weapon techniques, basically. Yeah,
0: because he was telling me he is skilled in ninja stars, nunchucks, uh, bow staff, bow staff. That thing that's, uh, it's like three staffs on oh, like a yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah. I forgot what that shit's called, but yeah, bro, he's got like pictures of like trophies and then his black belts and shit. I was like, bro, that's fucking awesome, dude. And he was like, yeah, man. He's like, I've been doing it for a long time, man. He's like, I'm actually an instructor at another gym. He's like, I actually just recently stopped doing that though. Cause like I said he's getting up there in age, so he's like, I didn't want to. He's like, it was either quit this job or quit being an instructor. And he's like, this job pays way more. So I quit being an instructor.
1: There you go. Well, because over
0: there, it's more of like for the pride of the gym. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you get like a certain percentage that they pay you every now and again. Like first you get free membership for being an instructor. And then they pay you a certain amount. But it's not like a lot. Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I can still see that. Especially with the love of the sport and all that. Yeah, no, I was... And I kind of regret never doing it, but I was always more interested in actual like sports, not not like martial arts, but like. Well, I thought you were never really interested in sports. No, like
0: that. I, mine is basketball because we used to play all the time. No, but,
1: I used to really like playing baseball, but I just never wanted to do anything to like get in shape to actually play. Yeah, well, I mean, but you're I actually, a good catcher. I actually kind of regretted it. I actually kind of wish I did. I wish I say this. I wish that we
0: would have stayed with baseball longer. I also wish Dad or Mom probably would have put us in football. Because I really enjoy watching it. i say this. I played once in street ball, but I know it's different. Because I just got fucking rocked. Like, I was a wide receiver. I ran my route that I was supposed to run. And the dude overthrew me, so I jumped up to try to go get it. And I got, like, sidelined. Like, I was flat on my ass. I said, I ain't going to play no more.
1: You know, I played uh, two-hand touch football once. And they made me the running back. I actually scored a touchdown untouched. Really? Yeah, and I was genuinely shocked. It was like 20 yards. Yeah. And I look back, tired as all shit and no one touched me and and i'm just looking around and everyone's like looking around and i was and every, and then my whole team starts laughing they're like bro he's the slowest fucker we got and y'all couldn't touch him that's funny bro yeah i was done though i was like ooh i'm gassed i was like this is it this is it for me <laughs> he said i'm gassed i'm done with so. ah bro that, that 20 yarder i was donezoed well, fuck it man i mean shit like that happens sometimes though yeah cuz we're only playing with half the field cuz it was a it was a gym it was a gym thing. So half the field was soccer, half the field was football, two-hand touch mm-hmm. football. Yeah. Uh and so we were just playing football. There's only like Yeah, I remember, I remember
0: touch football. That was yeah. also fun. Like I said though, but I was never I was always small, so I wasn't big enough to be a running back. And then as far as wide receiver goes, I just I wasn't fast enough to beat the corners that they that they put on me. Yeah. Cuz like, you know, the coach separates you a certain way and stuff like that, and I don't I just always had good corners, so I was never really open like that. Yeah. Now, like I said, the one time I did get open, it was a high ball, and I jumped up, got sidelined. But that was street ball,
1: not fla- uh, not touch, or yeah. like a flag. Well, because because there was uh, because there was uh, five of us, because there was actually there was eleven of us. So it was so it would be six on offense, five on defense, and okay. no, and there would be no sacks. Oh, of course. So it was running back to linebacker. And then you know the corners would match up with wide receivers basically is the way it went down. Yeah. And then there's a cornerback. I mean a quarterback. Yeah, so that's a come we had one more on offense Yeah. And also the, the quarterback stayed a rotating. Yeah. Okay. Uh so I but I stayed running back or line. So basically the running back and the linebacker were two biggest dudes is basically what we did. Yeah. Uh, so I beat him and just none of the other corners felt like catching me. It's basically how that happened. Damn. Fuck it though. You scored a TD, nigga. Yeah. I was, I was pretty happy, but I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I was like, I'm right. gassed. I'm over with. Say. I was like, and Coach, then check and, me out. And then the linebacker also sat down cause he was chasing me. He's like, I'm done too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, bro. Yeah. I just happened to run and he just never, he just didn't catch Did me. Didn't juke him, spin him or nothing. He just no, ran I a just straight ran. line. Listen, fat guys don't have that kind of agility. He couldn't stop and like go like put he couldn't put two hands on me. He just reached out with one and tried to grab me and he just missed. Yeah. And so I just ran right by him. Fuck it. Bug life. Yeah. All right, enough about sports ball, Alex. Uh even though that
0: was a great memory. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's right. One more thing about uh about sports is that junior and i actually had this conversation because i recently got nfl game pass so i've been watching a lot of condensed games i actually find it kind of hard now to watch it live because all the commercials and shit uh condensed game is basically they cut out all the
0: commercials all the bullshit is straight basically like 40 minutes of football
1: yeah so it's just uh once the play snaps to the whistle blows it's pretty much all they show yeah and and it's great because you can like plow through games a lot faster but uh but june and i were watching a game together and he was like cheering i was getting really excited and i was just like deadpan watching it
0: because a condensed game doesn't come out till two to four hours after the live game is finished yeah so alex is like you already know what happens you know the score you know who wins why are you cheering and i was like i don't know i find it weird that you're just sitting there being quiet like i don't know yeah
1: because he actually he looked at me he's like you okay i was like yeah He's like, cause you look kind of upset. I was like, nope, just uh, just watching the game. Yeah, and- I, cause
0: I don't, I don't know. I like to cheer, cause like I thought it was a good play, so I cheered, and I was like, hell yeah! And then Alex was like, I find it so weird that you're cheering at a game that you already know the outcome of. And I was like, I don't know,
1: I just I yeah, I, I don't know why I if I know it's a replay, even highlights, I don't cheer at highlights either, cause it's like I already know what happened. Like the the game is the game. Even if it's a great play by the losing team, I mean it the game's already over. Or even if it's a great play by the winning team, the game's already over. Even for the Texans who who are my team, I don't I don't cheer for the highlights because I'm like, I already know what happened. Now I will go like, ooh, for a good play, or like ah for a bad one. Yeah. But you know, I don't So Alex says I'm the
0: weird one, I say he's the weird one. So we're just trying to kind of figure out who's the weird person in the situation. If anybody
1: could just hit me up with No, uh, make a poll on Twitter. Once the episode goes live. How you do that? Uh you, know, you, you can show me after this. Yeah, when you hit new tweet, you can they they have Twitter polls be like which one's weirder, cheering for high lo- cheering for game replay or not cheering on a game replay. Okay. Yeah, we'll do Reference that Reference to episode, I think this is 10, right? I think so. Or Reference to episode 10, 10 or 11. God
0: damn, dude, we're really actually Oh, no, oh, this is 10. Yeah. God damn, 10 episodes in already, man. Holy shit.
1: Yeah, so uh, in another news by the way since we're talking about posting shit on Twitter. Uh, I've been working on the on that Danny interview podcast whatever <sighs> thing it was. Yeah. And uh, it's going to be longer than I thought cuz I expected it to be like 10-15 minutes cuz I remember a lot more of it being like garbage. Yeah. But it might be longer than that. It might be, like, closer to 20 to 40 minutes. Because as Alex said, he realized he's goddamn hilarious on this thing. Yeah, but not only that, but a lot of my jokes don't make sense without, like, (laughs) Danny's, like, dumbness. Like, (laughs) making, like it doesn't make sense without Danny setting me up like if he doesn't tee me off for the easy home runs he gives me <laughs> like I, I like the jokes it just sounds they, crazy yeah I sound like a fucking madman <laughs> making a random joke that makes no sense yeah, out of context just speaking gobbledygook now it's still funny to me cause I remember cause once I hear the joke I remember the context of it but to everyone else who's hearing it out of context it's gonna be like what the fuck is wrong with you
0: I don't know man just gotta figure out some shit
1: but yeah so there you
0: guys go see that bonus episode ain't gonna only be 10-15 minutes you might get almost a whole hour out of it
1: not a whole hour but like I said some I said almost I said almost 20-40 to 40 definitely okay then 20-40 to 40 minutes so be on the lookout it, for that shit it's gonna be somewhat of a super cut of it but yeah. uh, it's gonna be a condensed game <laughs> version of a podcast there you go see, cause it's an that. hour and a half of just garbage <laughs> so I gotta like whittle it away to like the actual decent to stuff usable shit yeah or maybe it might be shorter because I only listened to the first half of it when I was cutting it down the first time so I haven't listened to the back half maybe the back half is worse maybe that's where all the garbage is maybe that's why I remember it more maybe uh we were talking about something else before the podcast actually started
0: we were talking about something that we said we were gonna bring up it was about friends
1: yes so uh so, Junior and I, when we went to school, basically, so I'm, I'm sure most of you guys know this, but when you go to school, your home school is going to be the school closest to you yeah. that you're zoned to. Mm-hmm. Junior, we were all zoned to a specific school. However, our school district had a magnet program where basically you would go to a further away school. That had, like, better programs not not really it was more to like distribute the students so that way like one school that's come only certain schools were magnet schools because they basically didn't have enough kids in them so they would ship them from the schools that were kind of overcrowded and send them to like lesser schools they said it was for like better programs but nah okay. I don't believe that I
0: never knew like I said I just took them at their work I was like I guess nah it didn't make like sense because I didn't feel like because if you look at the test scores
1: it, it, it does, it's not much different Like I don't I really feel like nothing was that much better yeah that's what I'm saying because I'm sure if you talk to anyone who went to our homeschool, I mean, they would tell you it wasn't much better or worse than either. Yeah. And I went to, and I knew people who went to both. Mm. So uh,
0: anyway, yeah. So uh, me and Alex did not go to our homeschool, like the one in our neighborhood. But Alex went to one school and I went to another one. So we were talking about how it was weird that we didn't go to the same schools. But because the magnet program was set up as a lottery thing. So Alex went to one school, like one school chain, basically. And he got accepted before I did. So him and my sister went to the same school chain, and I went to a completely different one. So then we were talking about uh, like how school was back then. Uh, I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but I remember uh, I was telling Alex I, there were school race riots. There were not. But I, re- I remember that, man. Like the Mexicans and the blacks used to get into it all the time at school. You might
1: be like projecting your, uh,
0: your prison, prison history. I, no, it's not, though. I remember this in high school. I don't remember. That's what I'm saying. This is one of the things that I remember. I was like, bro, school is like a little mini prison.
1: Like, but to be fair, I want to say it's
0: not a full on race riot. It's just like small little scuffles between black people and Mexican people. To
1: be fair to Junior, though, I did not participate in any kind of violent activity. I was not part of a fight. I was never witnessed, well, I technically was witnessed to a fight, but I was never like invited to be part of the crew to back up someone in a fight, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you know how high school is, they got to get a crew together to go fight. It can't just be two people alone in a field. Okay, it's gotta it be can't like, ever be just one-on-one. I got to bring like my four homeboys and my girls out, you can see me beat your ass. <laughs> and then the dude's like, well, I brought six homeboys and two girls to watch me beat your ass. <laughs> and then they got to invite more people. Next, you know, like half the school's watching them yeah. as like backup. I remember
0: that, bro. We used to go fight at the park that was like down the street from the school. And man, it was the funniest shit ever, bro. This one dude brought like 30 people with him because everybody was just gassing it up. He brought like 30 people, bro. Probably didn't even fight. And then the... No, they did fight. And uh, one of them got the
1: shit beat up. Was the one who brought 30 people? <laughs> no, it was the one who brought 45. God damn. He brought an even bigger audience. But uh,
0: the dude that got beat up was in the wrong. And uh, I don't know why. He just was telling me like he was not expecting that, I guess, because he was like... I was hitting him with, like, his... He's like, man, I was throwing my hardest punches at him, man, and they weren't even phasing him. And I was like, man, uh, that sucks for you. I don't know what to tell you here. Like, I, <laughs> I didn't know what he wanted from me, like some sort of moral support or some shit. I mean, something, you know, I, I'm i at the point where I'm like, you win some, you lose some. And I had lost a lot, so I was already like, nigga, you just got to take that shit on the chin and keep on pushing. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, losing is part of the game. You know what I mean? You can't win all yeah. the them. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, man, he was really upset about that shit. Look, so he got beat the fuck up. Right? I'm talking about, when I say beat the fuck up, I'm talking about this dude had knots all over his head. He had a busted blood vessel in one eye, and then the other eye was closed shut. And then, you know what I'm saying? Probably
1: fucking had a fat-ass lip.
0: Fat-ass lip. <clears throat> Bruises everywhere. Face, I'm talking about, bro, he looked like Mr. Man, who, who was that? Uh, God damn it. Uh, he looked like a fucking monster, man. I don't know how to tell you. It looks like if you... Got a bunch of play doh and mashed it all together, and then squeezed your hand, and
1: then slapped it on a table. That's what he said. He looked like. like Quasimodo without the hunchback.
0: <laughs> yeah, just lumpy.
1: I was like, who are you, Well, Anyway, he got You're like easy. throw him down the well. <laughs> Where's the tomatoes when you need it? He was ugly. I was like, Ugh. I was like, your face offends my eyeballs. Like, Not can me. you turn? Like, can you look the other way when you look at me? <laughs> No, yeah, he didn't even do shit to the other dude, man. Like, why did I say he didn't do shit? Like the other guy didn't even look like he was in a fight. Like he just walked I away. I thought the other
0: dude was Neo, bro, because he just like, he matrixed this dude and beat the shit out of him. I was like, fuck, bro. And uh it was just really funny, man. Cause it had started with talking shit. Oh. And uh, it's
1: always worse because you're always more humiliated when you were the loudest one. Yeah. Well, because your-
0: the thing was, look, the dude that that, that one, he came from our homeschool, actually, Alex. Mm-hmm. He transferred from there, okay, from our homeschool and went to this school now. So, you know, we stay in the ghetto. So everybody was like kind of afraid of him because they're like, oh man, he's from the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? Like he's from like the real live hood type shit. Cause you know, we got those ghetto ass apartments. Yeah, yeah. He came from them. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, everybody was like, oh, man, that dude's, like, from the real live ghetto. So, that nigga's like, man, fuck that pussy, man. I'm from that same neighborhood, bro. Because he was. He was from our neighborhood as well. And he's like, fuck that, man. I'm from that same neighborhood, bro. That nigga got that pussy. And I was like, ooh. And I, are I, bold I, words. I, throw out. I knew this dude that he was going to fight okay you knew he was a you, I, I knew of him through his reputation because i used to go to those apartments you know what i'm saying and hang out and chill and shit like that i had met him before and his older brother his older brother too is a bad motherfucker so that's why i was like i don't know nigga like uh maybe let's not say more than you know you can chew off yeah because like i said I, I had been friends longer with the dude that got beat up so i was like you know what i'm gonna support him but i told that dude i was like hey look man i ain't got no problem with you you know what i'm saying like this is y'all one-on-one type shit you know what i'm saying you know i fuck with you and your brother And then he was like, nah, you good, dog. He's like, just... You know what I'm saying? Don't let nobody get jumped. And that was the only thing. They were like, don't let nobody get jumped. It's only one-on-one. So everybody stood around in a circle and that nigga proceeded to get these shit beat out of him. And I was like, bro, that nigga should not have talked all that cash money shit. Because he was writing checks that his ass did not cash... I'm talking about... He was in him so hard, he was trying to knock money out of ATM machines. (laughs) (laughs) He was trying to repay a loan. I was like, damn. Oh, but look, this is the funny part.
1: So, wait a minute. So, he was so confident that he wasn't about it. How was he so confident of that when he was talking
0: shit? Like I said, everybody was gassing him up. Like, that that dude that was from the ghetto because they're like, man, I don't know, man. That dude's from the hood. So, he was just like, bro, I'm from the same neighborhood, bro. Like, a neighborhood doesn't mean you're good at fighting. You know what I'm saying? But again, I knew this dude. This dude was good fighting, not because of the neighborhood, but because... He fought all the time. He fought all the time, bro. Him and his brother, bro, they're they're like literally just knuckleheads, bro. Like, they just would fight for anything and everything. That's all they did, bro. These niggas, like, they love to fight. And that's why I was like, bro, maybe just, you know, just out a little bit, you know what I'm saying, let's reel this back in. And uh, he was not taking sage advice, Alex. That nigga just was
1: popping off at the moment. So, how did the fight happen? Because, obviously, he's talking shit. So, does it get back to him and he's like, okay, let's fight? No. Or, he challenges him to a fight. He's like, I'm going to show y'all he ain't about it. No.
0: Started with, okay. uh, I'm going to just throw out some names out here. Fake names. Okay. So, uh, the one that won, we'll call him... We'll call him Fredo. After the Godfather. We'll call him Fredo. And the loser, we'll call him... Rosie's in San Marcos. We'll call him Marcos. Okay, so we got Fredo and Marcos. Now, Fredo has a girlfriend. Marcos was talking to Fredo's girlfriend, right? And they were friends already, but he was talking to her about him, and he was saying like, "Man, everybody thinks your boyfriend's this big bad motherfucker. Like, really, then the game shit. You know what I'm saying?" And he, she, and then she was like. I don't really give a fuck about that. Cause you know, girls don't give a fuck about it. If a dude, if they don't give a fuck about that shit. Not really. Not in the way that dudes care about it. I yeah, guess. Yeah. So then he just kept popping off at the mouth, bro. So then she told him about it. Cause then she was like, Hey, uh, I don't know what you did to this dude, but he's got a problem with you. So he was like, man, Oh, he talking shit. And then that's when he went, and then he was like, oh, so you talking shit to my girl, bro, like a bitch. And he's like, oh, I could have your girl. And then that's when it was like, it was over with. He said, I could have your girl. And Fredo just like, a light switched in his head to death mode. And uh, he I, It would have been
1: funny if Fredo's girl was like, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, I, like... I, I think he was set to stun at first because he was like, you know what? I'm just going to beat this dude up. It'll be fine. And then he said that, and then that nigga just like switched to like set to kill. And they vaporized because he annihilated this thing. Alex. If his hands were photon blasters, Alex, he would have blasted this nigga off if the earth. If his
1: hands were photon <laughs> blasters, <laughs> he would have
0: threw this nigga off the earth. He's like, his hands aren't photon <laughs> blasters. <laughs> 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 I bet he wishes his hands were marshmallows because he got beat the fuck
1: up. Anyway,
0: this was the funny part to me. After he got beat the fuck up, right? We're trying to make him save face. So we're like, hey, bro, let's get out of here. He cries and runs to his girlfriend's house, ex-girlfriend's house, and just shows beat the fuck up to her house. And he's like, I never should have left you. And I was like, oof, to think it could get
1: worse. (laughs) That's all I thought. Because I was like, bro, I thought it couldn't get no worse and he got so much worse huh did she laugh
0: at him no she took him back and I was like well I said I guess there is a silver in every asshole but at the time I was
1: like bro that's pathetic
0: that's bad
1: that's the, first of all he talked about I could have your girl and then he went crying back to his ex <laughs> to probably his broke ex. up with him
0: <laughs> they ain't, they weren't together like a week later so
1: but that shit was raw so I was like
0: cause like I said man we are trying to get him a safe face we pick him up put him in a car bro and then we're like, oh, man, let's get out of here, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because people going to be talking shit already. And then he's just like, take me to this girl's house. And we're like, what? Look, we're trying to take you home. You might be cussed, nigga. <laughs> Who going to throw you on the porch of your house? Let your mama deal with this shit. <laughs> yeah, nigga, turns, turns out he needed stitches and shit like that. We Oof. didn't know. His eye was swole shut, so we didn't see. But it actually folded over. He had got his eyelid split. Whew. I tell you, he got shit. Nigga didn't show up at school for a week. But this is <laughs> before we knew he needed stitches. So we're all like, damn.
1: Nigga <laughs> <laughs> got the wheel knocked out of him. He ain't even gonna show up at school no more. <laughs> we're like, bro, that nigga trans nigga dropped out. You be- like, damn Fredo, you made him drop out of school. He ain't gonna <laughs> finish his education no more. <laughs> Fuck that. He ain't gonna get his education. <laughs> he gonna be
0: a bum now. He's gonna have to get a G. GED. I mean, we, we were all making jokes though, bro, because it was funny. Because we were like, "Damn, bro!" Because I said I was cool, Fredo. So I was like, "Fredo, you knocked the wheel out there." <laughs> I said, "Boy," I said, "Oh, nigga," I said, "You, I said, you getting brain damage. You probably forgot what school he go to." I said, that nigga probably still waiting at the wrong bus stop." I said, "He probably waiting in the bathroom right in the door When the bus gonna <laughs> come?" I said, "You know, that nigga stupid." This is going, eh? And I was like, bro, cause I thought that was so funny, bro. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> you're still laughing about it. <laughs> this shit was hilarious, right? And then he showed up and everyone was like, oh. I- <laughs> cause they were all like, damn nigga <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> cause he still had that pop blood vessel in his eye, so his eye was like still red as fuck. The swelling went down. We saw the stitches. Yeah. Turns out his mom took him to the doctor because she thought he might have been concussed. Turns out uh, he was. So <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when you get hit like that, so you know what you ain't <laughs> concussed. God damn, bro! You you know what it reminded me of? Alex? You remember those Rock'em Sock'em
1: robots? Yeah. Little t- where the head would just pop up. <laughs> That's what he did to him. He <laughs> just.
0: <laughs> he just kept knocking his head up, putting it down, and then knocking it back
1: up. It was fucking brutal. <laughs> like, it, was, <laughs> it doesn't sound like it with you laughing like this. No, nah, it was fucked up. I laugh now only because, like I said. In retrospect. I, yeah,
0: it's everything's funny in hindsight. Bro. I, my ass will plenty of times that I find hilarious now. Like I said, it's funny as shit. I told you, I told him nigga we'd have a knife fight for God's sake, Alex. Like I'm in a Michael Jackson video. Like I said, shit sounds tough in person. And then you look back at it. You're like, bro, this is funny as fuck. Like I said I found it funny the, the very next day when I was telling Fredo about it. I was like, "Bro, I just started making all these stupid references as to how he beat his ass." And then we saw him, and I was like, "Damn, bro!" I was like, "You ugly." <laughs> I
1: yeah. The thing about high school, though, that I never understand about getting all those groups is when uh is why the need for him. Like, if I was gonna go into a fight, I was like, "Listen, I want no audience because what if I get my ass? There's no guarantee I come out of this winning."
0: Right. I feel like it's more of a backup because you're like, you know what, if I'm getting my ass whooped bad enough, my boys will jump in. And uh, as we just learned from this uh, story of Fredo and Marcos, that is not the case. They're probably like, I don't want that to to me. <laughs> <laughs> I used to what he did to him. Like, there's 45 of us, but I feel like he could take us all. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, bro, I think he was just trying to gas himself up, though, because he was telling people, like, bro, that nigga ain't worth shit. And uh, he found out he's worth shit.
1: like yeah. uh, At the least it's worth like I shit. Said, I I... If you still talk to him, I wonder if you could get, like, what was the reason for him being so sure that he could win that fight? I
0: don't talk to him anymore, but I always want to reach out just for the
1: the purpose of this podcast. Almost. Oh, um, not really. Yeah. There have been things that people have done that I've always been like, I, why? I actually made a joke after that
0: because then me and him got into it, me and Marcos, and uh, we got into it behind some dumbass shit, and then he was like... Get off at my bus stop if you're talking about fighting. I said, all right. I said, don't make me call Fredo. <laughs> I said, you know that nigga down the street? I'll go get that. <laughs> but only because I thought that shit was hilarious. But everybody started laughing at that nigga, and then his just wind was gone out of his sails. Because, you know, high school mean as fuck, son. You get beat up. That's it. You done with. It's, it's over. Like I said,
1: you just gotta... Well, with How many times you were beat up? I guess not necessarily. Well, yeah, that is true. I he had like, a long like, list. He's like, let me get your list. Yeah. That is, He's he, like, I got 18 names here. that he so I could call. Oh, not
0: that many. Oh, okay. but now,
1: he could have did that, though. But I guess, I don't know, bro. I just... I guess that Fredo It affected fight,
0: him more. It just, it didn't... Like I said, bro, I lost. But maybe, I never really
1: just got, like... Maybe it was because it was so one-sided. Maybe. I'll say this. I didn't get my
0: first real, like, bad ass-whooping till prison. Like I said, I thought I had an ass whooping. I didn't get an ass whooping until prison. Like I said, and then I was like, fuck, this is an ass whooping. Because like I said, in school, most of the time you, like I said, I get into a fight here and there, and I might maybe have a bruise here or a lump there. It wasn't really that bad. You know what I'm saying? I never really just got my ass whooped. I lost, or at least I felt like I lost because I felt like I wasn't a definitive winner, so therefore I lost. So like I said, I I feel like I lost. I don't know if other people agree with that because some people told me like nah man I feel like you won but I still felt like a loser
1: yeah they, there's gotta be a scorecard they're like it's split decision by ju- by yeah, the you judges you know what I mean because
0: it's not like real boxing Every, everybody there of course your friends are gonna try to make you not feel bad so they're gonna tell you like nah yeah. bro like you
1: really won that shit you know
0: what I'm saying so I, I fought, I already fought this one dude like three times bro I would have looked
1: at them and be like you guys got the scorecard how do you do how'd do yeah. you do you lost by a point fuck
0: right <laughs> I'm telling you man I had a dude that was like that though he got he got beat up and But the thing was, though, the dude that beat him up got him with a cheap shot. They were fighting, right? They're fighting, 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 fighting. They're both doing, like, all right. And then this dude hit my friend in the nuts. And he, of course, fell the fuck down. And then he still kept going off on him. So then we're like, hold up, wait. Like, what's up? Because, like, his face, bro, like, he couldn't even pick his hands up. So we were like, what the fuck happened to him? We're like, what's up? And he's like, bro, he hit me so hard in my nuts, fool. Like, I can't feel my shit. And so then we jumped that dude, and then, uh yep, yeah, that's when it was like, cause then he was like, bro, he's like, I was, he's like, before that shit happened, like, how was I doing? I was like, I was like, I felt like it was like about a dead even tie. I was like, y'all, cause they were just standing there exchanging blows basically, and I was like, I felt like it was a dead even tie. I said, but then he hit you in the nuts, and then of course, clearly he won after that, cause you know, you hit a nigga in the nuts. I it. said, it's over with. I-, I, I ain't gonna defend either. Well, you know, there's actually some martial arts that they. Train you to be hitting the nuts and continue to fight, which uh, I will never take that because <laughs>
1: it won't be me. No, nah, I think that those are more like uh, those are descendant from like battlefield martial arts because well, that's what
0: Muay Thai is. It was actually taught to the to the Thailand armed forces. They believe that uh, every part of your body is a weapon. Your fist is a spear. Your elbow is your knife. Your leg is your staff. And your knee is your shield. And that's why they they teach you to attack with every part of your body. Because what happened was they were fighting with all these spears, knives, shields, and staffs. And what happened was the enemy came and burned down a camp and they lost all their weapons. So then somebody came, I think from Taiwan or something like that. I have to reread the, the history of it. But somebody came and taught them martial arts. And so they hardened their bodies and they started using their body as weapons because then they were like, if we get in close contact with these people, you you can't do shit with a spear if I'm too far. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm too close. If I'm far away, then yeah, your spear's a bad motherfucker. You can stab me from far away. But if I get close enough, then what you gonna do? So then they they train their bodies to be weapons. And that's where Muay Thai comes from. Mm. Every part of your body is a weapon. So that's why they use knees and elbows because it's a knife in your shield. Because uh, the shields they used to have used to have a dagger on it, so that's why they they say you use your knees to pierce, and then your elbows also as well to slash. Yep, really interesting. Like I said, I I really am really enthralled with
1: with Muay Thai right now. Yeah, as I can tell by you completely stealing the conversation and taking it to Muay Thai. No, sorry about that. What were we talking about anyway? We're you're talking about getting hit in the nuts? Oh yeah, some martial arts they teach you that oh yeah. cause we
0: were talking about you said some that are like with the army I was saying that's one that's in the army but they don't teach getting hit in the nuts so I was saying that's an exception
1: no 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 but that's that's. that's I'm just saying that generally the ones that oh. teach that it's cause it comes from the battlefield because there are no rules when you're out there fighting for your life that's true there's eye gouges and everything <laughs> yeah that's that's why a, a lot of them they they teach to fight through pain because if you're out there fighting for your life I mean they're gonna do whatever it that takes to win a motherfucker. yeah cause they're gonna do anything
0: to kill you and you have to do anything to stay alive yeah, and it. kill them. Yeah, and generally. kill them, and kill them. That's, generally yeah, that's usually stay the life. point of it. I I'd assume. I think Krav Maga mm-hmm. is one of those though that they teach that uh, like like to fight through pain or whatever. Like part of their rigor morale is like, ah, uh, god damn it! It's not like pain treatments. It's called like pain something though, where like you just they basically really hurt you so that way you can get used to the feel of pain, and then that way you're just kind of numb to it. I saw this video online, dude. Fucking brutal, bro. There's this girl, and she's just standing like this, right? And she's, like, tightening up her ab muscles. Dude breaks a fucking staff right on her gut. She, like, falls over, and she's crying and shit. And then he's like, see? He's like, this is weakness. And then he, like, he does it, and they break, like, three staffs on his gut. And he's like, this is strength. And I was like, bro, that's fucking psychotic. I was like, uh... But they were showing the the video the purpose of the video that clip anyway in the video was talking about how some martial arts you shouldn't have to go through that because that's fucking ridiculous because as of right now you know you're not going to use this in wartime bro you know what i'm saying when it was originally made that probably would have been a great demonstration to show your troops to be like look you know what i'm saying like this will help keep you alive but as far as now goes especially when krav maga is more of a Self defense and workout regiment, more than anything, I doubt anybody would use it in
1: war. Well, I mean, they teach Krav to their special forces, that's where it originated. Yeah. Kind of like the but that's different, though. I mean, like, as far as like just this was a regular place oh, that anybody well, could yeah. go
0: to. That's the that's my thing, of course. Yeah, if they teach it to like special forces, like you said, then I
1: mean, the Spetsnaz were like that with uh, what's the Russian one? Uh, Sambo. Oh, yeah, I heard they used to beat the fuck out them. Yeah. So that way, when they would get tortured, they wouldn't feel anything. Yeah, not only that, but if you're, like, close quarters combat, you're like, it doesn't matter where they hit you, you're coming for them. Yeah, you could just absorb yeah. that they shit. They say that's one of the most brutal ones, Did too. you see
0: that, though? Look,
1: dude, there, was a, there used to be
0: a show, man, where they used to put different fighting techniques against each other
1: to I see who would that. win.
0: It was on Spike, man. Anyway, I don't remember the name. It's going to come to me later, probably. But anyway, th- there was one dude, right? He was a Russian op that went through that. And he's like... You could hit me anywhere, and I won't feel it, and then this dude was like a, a national uh, kickboxer, right, like he was a champion, a world champion, and he was like, I could hit you anywhere, and he's like, anywhere with anything, dude like punched him in the gut, he's just like, keep coming, I'm talking, dude, he was like rocking that, dude. like if you were regular, I saw it, and I was like, bro, that would rock the fuck out me, and he just was like that, and he's like, he's like, I could be tied to a chair right now, he's like, I would You'd get no information from me. He's like, we're taught to just, like, be a shell. And I was like, motherfucker. And then they asked him to explain how it happens. And he's like, just, honestly, through torture, he's like, your body just becomes numb. And then also your mind. They teach you to go, to to have, like, one sole focus. You know what I mean? So, like, if you're being tortured and you can't do anything, just to go away to a different place so you're not there anymore you're not even receiving any pain. Your mind is somewhere gone. And then if you're in a fight, just to solely focus on killing the other person, because then if your mind is focused on solely killing your opponent, you're not thinking about this pain that's being put on your body. Or dying. Or dying. And yeah, he said he's been stabbed like right through. He said he didn't even know till after he killed the other person that he realized he was stabbed. Right. He said he got stabbed right through his bicep. I was like, motherfucker. I was like, I'd be like, ah, damn it.
1: Yeah, I saw a video once of like old, like stolen footage from like one of their uh, one of their paratrooper training courses, mm-hmm. and it literally featured the uh, all of the guys lined up like in a crunch position. Like halfway through the crunch and the instructors started running along their stomachs, like all the way through. Holy and shit. And if anyone like tensed up, they were pulled out and basically beaten. I was like, fuck, bro. God. I was dang. like, that's fucking hardcore. That's that's hardcore, son. Like I yeah. said,
0: man, there's
1: crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. Sorry we went down this weird, like, martial arts tangent, but... Yeah, I know, but I just...
0: Like I said, I find it very interesting, and then you hear about other crazy shit, and you're like, what yeah. the fuck? Bro. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? <laughs> well, they say that's how, uh, how that's how samurai became in it. Like, weren't they, like, just, like, peasants or something like that? And no. then they were taught... What is that? There's a Chinese martial art that they were taught... It was, like, peasants and farmers and shit, and they were taught how to defend themselves literally using farming techniques... I don't know. It it wasn't... Samurai were nobility. Yeah.
1: Fuck, man.
0: I can't... There's a martial art... They're also
1: not Chinese. Is it Japanese? Yeah.
0: No, samurai are Japanese, but the one I'm thinking of is Chinese. Maybe. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, they were taught to Chinese peasants, like farmers and stuff like that. This dude wrote a book on martial arts training techniques, but he would use the shit that they knew about farming... So like he was talking about like when they attack with the staff, it's just like when they're raking their fields, he's like up, you know what I'm saying? Like that's how he was teaching them and stuff like that. And apparently like, dude, it was like very, they started training the military like that based on that. Because then he was saying he was a great military leader, man. And then he was put in exile for some crazy shit. And he said, I can teach anybody. And then he came back and overthrew the the people that uh, exiled him. But man, God damn it. This is going to bother the fuck out of me. I don't know. I I read about it when I was in prison, man, but I found it super funny. The only one I know that was
1: interesting was uh wushu, right? Uh-huh. The one that Ip Man practiced. Oh yeah, Ip Man. Yeah, it was uh it was originally developed at, uh by a woman for self-defense purposes, yeah. and he just took it to like the extreme. Yep. And he
0: was arguably the greatest martial arts master. Well, some say arguably but uh they they said he was never defeated in his lifetime like ever.
1: Yeah. So. But
0: you know that kind of goes along with the legend. And then that's the martial art that Bruce Lee took and he created turned a Jeet Kundo. Kundo. Yep. Yeah. Did you know actually Itman didn't want to take Bruce Lee as his disciple at first. He told I him no. Probably believe that. Yeah. Cuz he told he didn't want to take a con- lot of disciples. Yeah, but he told him though cuz Bruce Lee came up to him and he's like, "Are you Itman?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "You need to teach me wushu." He's like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm Bruce Lee." And he's like, he's like, "I'm going to be the greatest martial arts fighter there ever was." I guess hey, Bruce Lee was cocky ever since he was little,
1: man. They said he was just a cocky You could tell by the yellow jumpsuit and the <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh
1: man. Yeah, no, but like it's it's weird cuz that's not a past like so far removed that like it's like ancient legend. It's like yeah. recent, <laughs> like relatively recent. Relatively, yeah. He died in the 90s, didn't he? I don't know. I don't know. Died by a bullet. Then
0: so did his son. I almost feel like that's also a conspiracy. I thought he died in the 70s. Who, Bruce Lee? Yeah. Maybe it was in the 70s. I just know that he I was died I- by a bullet inside of a prop gun. Yeah.
1: Or what was supposed to be a prop gun. I always thought it was he died that early because I don't remember him making like any later movies. Maybe he did. I don't know. Dude. Like I said, I haven't really just
0: been keeping up on it but maybe you are correct
1: Alex. yeah no, i don't know when brandon lee died either right that was his son's name yes it's bruce lee and brandon lee because i'm pretty sure brandon lee died in the 90s and i'm pretty sure his dad was dead for a is long time is that the one that happened yeah.
0: I, I might be wrong yeah no yeah you're right dude uh bruce lee died at july 20th 1973
1: mm-hmm. so yeah you're right on that one. Oh, you like you know how houdini died how Houdini had this trick he would do where basically he was like that guy in that video you were talking about, about uh, the Krav Maga, about breaking a staff on, on his stomach. Yeah. Is he said he would take anyone's punch to his abdomen. And so he did that as a trick, basically. People would be like, can I punch you? He'd be like, yeah. And then he would tense and then they'd punch and be like, I'm fine. And it was a thing he did. But someone caught him backstage resting and punched him in the stomach. All their strength ended up dying from internal bleeding. God damn. Yeah, because he just wasn't ready for it. He didn't even know the punch was coming because he was resting, and then he just ended up with like a massive punch to the stomach and ended up dying from it. That sucks. Yeah, it's fucked up. You would think it'd be one of his tricks, but uh, apparently Houdini said that for every trick he did, he wanted to be in no more danger than if he was sitting in his living room because he did not want to make the audience... Um, what did he say he basically he didn't want to make the audience party to something dangerous oh like he didn't want to be like by watching me do something that's legitimately dangerous i'm making you like culpable in it almost because you came here to see me do something that ended up getting me killed that that was intentionally dangerous
0: so what about when he used to like you remember he used to like
1: chain himself underwater and shit like that and but see it's a trick though he was never in any real danger okay that makes sense. And so uh the only reason why I know that's cuz Penn and Teller talk about that how they how they took that and they're like I never want to do anything that's that's dangerous that's legitimately dangerous cuz I don't want to make the audience like part of that cuz basically cuz if they do get hurt and it was legitimately dangerous you know that that makes them somewhat responsible for coming to see it yeah. but if it's not actually dangerous but it's just a trick but it looks dangerous you know, then there there's no fault if it's an accident. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Makes it was sense. like it's an accident all around. You know, there's nothing they could have done, yeah. and there's nothing we could have done. It was just an accident. Versus, you know, this was legitimately dangerous, and they came to see that shit, hmm. and then something happened, and you know, it, they just didn't want to make them. You know, they just didn't want to put that on the audience. Got it.
0: Uh, by the way, Brandon Lee, March thirty first, nineteen ninety three, is when he died. There you go. So yeah, okay,
1: man. Well, look at you own it, dog yeah oh. that's why I figured Bruce Lee but Brandon Lee's was weird though cause his was I think it was like the wax on the tip of the blank that killed him right or yeah. some shit like that
0: which is fucking ridiculous
1: and then Bruce Lee's was like a bullet it was an actual bullet
0: in. yeah yeah like somebody put a real bullet inside of that gun that it was supposed to be a, a fake bullet supposed to be a uh, not a hollow a blank it, yeah a blank and then it just went off yep I'm telling you man crazy shit I'll tell you. That's another conspiracy that people talk about, though,
1: that they said people conspired to kill the Lee family. I doubt that. <laughs> Who really knows, man? Who I feel really like there's less extreme ways to go about it. I mean, it's an interesting theory, but... Think about what happened with the Kennedys. There was way less extreme ways to kill them. No. They're a political family. You got to make sure everyone knows they're dead. So that way, there's not that Elvis thing of, nah, man, he's living in, uh, he's living in the Bahamas somewhere. Oh, kind of like that Tupac Biggie thing? Yeah. Yeah. or people are like they're not actually dead it's like I don't know because everybody heard dead. the
0: shots and everybody saw after but nobody
1: Yeah, nobody, nobody saw the bodies what about the people who were there when they got shot and they were closed caskets <laughs> yeah I mean wasn't aren't most celebrities closed caskets I feel like most people don't have just their body on display when I don't know dead. they said they had they had gunshot right. wounds though in their face that's why it was that, closed that, caskets. that's pretty legitimate
0: yeah
1: I, at least that's what I understand anyway I don't know. I've never been big into those kind of the someone who's dead is alive conspiracy theories. I've never been big into those. Uh, I have never been big into it either where people talk about like how Tupac and Biggie are just chilling out in an island in Tahiti with Elvis hanging out, kicking back. Yeah. It doesn't even make any sense like they were on top of the world. What reason maybe not Elvis, but why would Tupac oh, or Biggie yeah, fake Elvis their death? Elvis kind of was though. Too. Nah, he was at the end of his career.
0: Was he? Yeah.
1: He oh. was stuck doing shows in Vegas for like Midwestern moms all fat and gross. Nah, well, you know. He was still the king, but I mean, he wasn't the king. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was king of doo doo. He was king of a much smaller empire. Yeah. He didn't even have gout. Like, he I wasn't bet. putting any new music out. He was just living off his old hits. He probably didn't even have gout, I bet, Alex. He probably did, actually. <laughs> <laughs>
0: nah, I just, uh, you know the joke.
1: Anyway. Yeah. And, uh, but Tupac and Biggie, nah, dude, they're on the upswing. It's like, there's no reason for them. They their... were at, like, the height of their career. Yeah. I mean, I can understand faking getting <sighs> shot. But not faking your death. I mean, I, I mean, Tupac really did get shot,
0: though. Yeah. But, so I
1: mean, there's not even any reason to fake it. Yeah. Some people
0: believe that uh, Tupac's people got him killed, Maybe. and some people say the
1: Illuminati killed them both. I don't know. But, I mean, but people forget. I mean, they were legitimate like criminals before they started rapping. It, it's possible that just being famous, you know. Well, Tupac wasn't a criminal. When Biggie he, was. Wasn't he Biggie sold crack. No.
0: Tupac never gangbanged. Tupac was not part of a gang. I could have sworn he was. That was Death Row Wreckers, which is Suge Knight, who's a blood. No, but I thought Tupac was, was nah. a gangbanger, too. No I gang don't bang. know
1: why I thought that.
0: Probably because he always wore that bandana on his head, but it wasn't a gangbanging thing. That was just, like, his style. Now I want to Google his that. His mother was actually a Black
1: Panther. Because I don't know why, but I always thought that he was a gangbanger. I don't know where that came from. Uh-uh. Nah, like I said, his mother was a a Black Panther, and so was his father,
0: but he never knew his father. His father left after a while. Like, he stayed till he was like two and then left, and then he took care of his mom and his sister, and uh, he sold drugs, but he wasn't a gangbanger. So, criminal then? Well, yeah, I guess. But they never got caught. He didn't get caught for it. Biggie
1: did. Biggie did time for crack. That's not what I'm saying, though. But, being but in, they broke the law, yes. Being in a criminal enterprise generally brings along criminal enemies. Yeah. And it yeah. could be that shit caught up and just being famous painted the target a bit bigger. Maybe. could be. T- I mean, basically, the same shit happened to Nipsey Hussle, right? He was just a bigger target. There's There was no real reason to kill him other than
0: he was a famous dude. He was a famous gangbanger. Yeah. And the rival gang just shot him and was like, I just killed that nigga. Yeah. Which is stupid how he went on live with it. Yeah, what was it, like Facebook Live, right? there, Or Instagram so. Live, whatever some the fuck? He went on some like social media live shit and said, I just shot Nipsey Hustle nigga, in front of his girl and his
1: daughter. And I was like, God damn. Yeah, that's some gangbanger shit, though.
0: That's some bullshit, what it
1: is. Yeah, but I mean, you come on. You act like gangbangers don't kill each other like that all the time and then I, brag about it.
0: They do, but I, I mean more of the crazy part about... The uh, the going on live afterward, bro. Oh, yeah, that was stupid. people used to kill people and like dump guns and bayous and shit like that. This dude went on live. He bro. wanted a clout
1: chase. Yeah, basically, I'm like, come on, son Yeah, it's like you basically just want to do life in prison. Is what you wanted to do.
0: Uh,
1: they probably don't what, where were
0: they at? L.A. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, man, he lucky one down south, man. The fuck around at the chair. It doesn't matter. They basically do life when they give them the chair anyway. Uh, it's different though cause then you're gonna like actually legitimately die well I mean even then he'd probably die he's gonna die in prison anyway yeah more gang shit yep yep yep
1: yep yeah but like I said
0: though I mean it's crazy though, man Nipsey Hussle man that dude and he was at the height dude he just dropped that album which is a banger by the way yeah great go ahead listen to that motherfucker that
1: grinded all my life that motherfucker there tasty yeah, I mean, like I said, because even because even if he brags that he killed him, you get arrested because it's a high-profile case. Yeah. It's like, did what you did not you think someone, like, okay, I understand he's a gangbanger. They don't usually investigate those very hard. But, I mean, when you say I'm the one who did it, put your face on it. He even wear a mask. He didn't make it like, oh, this is a like a throwaway account. Like no one's going to know who this is. He put it on his personal account. Yeah. He did it with his face out. And he's like, I did that. I did it here. This is the people that were there. I, this is my getaway car. He tripped all the way out, bro. That he's so like, good. and I'm waiting for the police to come pick me up here. Yeah, this I, is my mama house.
0: I was like, <laughs> Make sure you knock
1: on the door. <laughs> make
0: sure you take those shoes off. My mama just vacuumed. Nah, but yeah, man. I don't know, bro. That dude just was wilding out. I don't know what. F- I don't know how to explain it, bro. The shit was just crazy, son.
1: Yeah, like I said, that's obviously like a clout chasing because there's no other reason to do it. No, no other reason. No other viable reason that I can
0: see. It. And then even then, the clout chasing thing is stupid as shit.
1: Yeah, it's like I don't know why you would want to do twenty five to life for a guy that you just killed. Like, what's the point of that? That you dry killed too. Yeah. So now you the most famous dude in prison. Congratulations. Don't nobody give a fuck. Well. Like I said, that the problem is that now you're a famous criminal in prison for killing someone in a gang, and you're also in a gang, which paints a very big target on your back. Yeah. Cause people are gonna be
0: like, you know, oh, Nipsey Hustle, that was, you know, our guy right there. Over with. You
1: know what I'm saying? Shit happens. I wonder what happened to that dude. I wonder if that trial ever finished. I don't you know. I really quit keeping up on it. Yeah, I did too. You heard about Takashi 6'9? Mm, witness protection. I don't know how you go on witness protection with fucking face tattoos Well, he turned down witness
0: protection, apparently. He said he wants to come back out and start start back up on his rap career. Okay. Hey, man, I don't know. That's what he said. He said he wants to come back out and go back and be the best again in rapping. And I was like, how can you really be the best at rapping, though, when rapping is built on image? And now you're known as... Like, there's people remixing all his songs into gay shit or like saying that you know like oh i'm a snitch i suck dick and shit like that you know what i'm saying and pretending that like they're making him have a very feminine voice and remixing his songs and shit like that so i mean how can you really come back out here and expect to especially if you want to rap about the same shit bro because you were talking about how you don't snitch you kill cops you gang bang you do all this shit you sell drugs you can't really say that no more, man. Like, no, nobody really.
1: believes that shit. Not anymore. Maybe he was doing that shit before, but not anymore. Not
0: really. He also, he even said it too. He was like, I did this. This was all a character. I didn't do none of this. I only did this for fame. Said that. On trial.
1: On stand. So he's a real Daniel. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna bleep out the last name.
0: Oh, that's funny. Yeah, he's he's just like Danny, bro. Clout chasing. Basically. What can I say, man? I don't know. Now I saw Danny the other day. He looked super sad. I was like, yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Well, that's what happens when you're an idiot. Sad ass motherfucker.
0: I was like, pick that bottom of that lip out of him. <laughs> I don't
1: know what's wrong with that boy, man. Yeah, I don't know. It's already October and that boy still ain't right. He still hasn't gotten <laughs> it together. It's already October. He still ain't right. I don't know, man. I don't know what's wrong with him. I, I really don't. Like, he just has these weird, hard-headed moments where... Or he has these moments in his head where, like, I'm obviously in the right, and why isn't anyone seeing my point here? And I'm like, no, you're not in the right. You're not seeing everyone else's point, and that's why everyone else is mad. You know, he kind of scares me a little bit because he reminds me a lot of me. Yeah. Only
0: he's not as bad as I was as he is right now. Yeah. That actually usually leads to worse shit. And that's what I was thinking, bro, because I was like, man... It really honestly kind of scares me, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, bro, I went to prison and stuff like that, and I did all this shit. But I made it. That don't mean Danny's going to make it, you know what I mean? Because like I said, Danny likes to think that he is tough, and he's really soft as fuck, son. Like, that nigga's like cotton nail walking. He's built like it, too. And (laughs) I really worry about him, man, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, bro, this this thing that you think is cool is going to get you in a lot of shit. They can't nobody help you out of. And I, I don't think he really fully understands that yet. I mean, for all we know, he might turn his life around, but the path he's going right now, he's in for a very rude awakening.
1: Well, right now, there's not really any path. He's just fucking up. Right now, he is well,
0: not That's how it started with me, so that's why I say it seems like he's just laying a small foundation.
1: Yeah, but you started very early with the fucking up. That's true. And then you also got into some illegal shit very early on.
0: That is also true. So, like I said, I mean, I don't know. Hopefully, he'll hopefully he will stop fucking up maybe and that's all you can hope for with him right basically I mean won't make no sense to to hope for more probably won't get it
1: yeah I mean plus I, I mean at the end of the day it's, it's his decision whatever whatever happens I mean he's gonna have to live with it e- even though he's you know even, even kids have to live with their decision at, at the end of the day unfortunately you know he's old enough where he ought to know better um, even if he's not an adult yet you know what I mean what can you do yeah, there's nothing we can do. We can't make the choice for him. You gotta I will not make the
0: choice for him anyway.
1: I would. I'd be like, listen, you're stupid. Do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was listening
0: to that Joe Rogan podcast, man, and they were talking to, to Roseanne, and they were talking about maybe like the afterlife, and they were talking about this one thing that was actually kind of interesting that I found. He was saying that some people feel like you keep reliving the same life over and over until you get it right. No. You don't believe that? No. I just thought that was really interesting. I, I don't believe it either. But I just thought, I was like, that's a very interesting aspect to have as far as the afterlife goes. You just continue to relive the same life. And they were saying that's where, like, deja vu comes from, and sometimes, like, you remember shit. Or, like, when, sometimes you get a feeling about a person where you're like, man, it feels like like I've known you.
1: You know what I mean? Yeah. I I guess I, I could see how that could be a thing, but, I mean, it doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't? Nah. Mm because I mean if if that was the case if we all just kept living the same life till we got it right mm-hmm. one how would that means everyone's trying to do that right uh, that's the assumption yes then how come there's so much fucked up because that means obviously they lived the life before right Yeah. but how is it that they're so much fucked up is it just us right now who's trying to live our best life or is it everyone in history who's been trying to live their life to the right way you know what I mean? Is this an individual world for you where only you are trying to get get it right and no one else? Yeah. And everyone else is kind of like a like a phantom creation of the afterlife? Uh-huh. Or is it everyone simultaneously in the afterlife is reliving the same shit over and over again, moving slowly towards the utopia the more the more it resets? And when does it reset?
0: I guess every time you die, I guess.
1: No, but I'm talking about in, on the line of infinity of time. Oh. For instance, Hitler... When he's reborn to do it right, also what what's the condition for doing it? Right? Maybe he did do it right his way. He went to kill all the Jews. He got six million of them fuckers. Is he supposed to keep doing it till he kills them all? Like yeah, I like see what you're like, what is that? I see what you're saying. I don't know. Like I said, I just find it kind
0: of interesting because I was like, I've never really heard anybody say that before. Neither have I. Exactly. So it's always like, it kind of blew my mind because I was like, I've never heard anyone think that you just keep reliving the same life over and over and over till you get it right
1: now. see that actually makes me depressed cause that means that right now you every, gotta
0: do this shit all over again
1: not only that but cause the past of the past that means it's not changing that means till right now at this point everyone else in history that was the best they could do yeah and that's really fucking depressing yeah cause how much shit there is fucked up that that was the best they could do to get to here where I am for me to do my best yeah and that's really fucking depressing that is also true and that's why, like I said, it's just, now maybe if it's a bit more. And then they were also saying, what if though, uh, your, your life
0: just continuously resets and the past isn't actually the past? Like none of that shit actually that, ever That's, really that's what I'm
1: saying. That, that was one of my questions of yeah. it is that there's a lot of questions, like for instance, is everyone else real? Is the past real? Is the future after I'm gone real? Yeah. Like for instance, if I die and I have grandkids, when I die, is it going to turn out that they're nothing and I just reset again? Yeah. And then the past, does that mean that, you know, our generations that came before us, our parents, everyone we know, are they also fake? Nope. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. These are a lot of things that come. These now. are the heavy things that I, that that make me say no. That doesn't make any sense. These are the
0: things that keep me up at night. Cause
1: that's such an. That's such a lonely sounding thought. Immediate. As soon as I heard that, that immediately sounded like the loneliest shit I ever heard. Because, man. like I said, because the only way for that to make sense would mean that everything else was created for you to live your best life once through. But then what happens when you do it your best? Yeah. What happens then? Also, what defines your best? What defines the success? That you're wealthy, that you have a good family, that you had kids, that you had grandkids, Yeah. that you found your quote-unquote soulmate. Mm. You know, what, what determines that? Because what if you find so your that. soulmate but they can't have kids? Then all of a sudden, the other success factors are off. Yeah. What if you have a family but it's someone you hate? Yeah. What if you're super successful but you never have a family? You know what I mean? Like, what determines the success here? The amount of happiness in your life? What determines that? Because I'm sure at the time, if you're balling out of control with all the money in the world but no family, I mean, I'm sure in your 20s, you're going to love that. It's not till you're much later that you're going to look back and be like, oh, man, I wish someone was there. Like, like what determines the happiness? Is it happiness at the time or happiness at the end? I don't know. That, that's why I think of it as so long. Not only that, but that would mean that everyone else is inherently not real, cause that would mean that only your actions affect this world in a real, meaningful way. Everything else kind of like background noise. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's, and
1: that, saying, that's though. and that's why to me it's just like the super loneliest thing, cause that means that I don't actually have any siblings or family. I'm just me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And Trying to we're le- all just made up, correct? And to me, we're all a figment of your imagination. Like, I don't know why. As soon as I thought of that, I was like, "Damn, dude, that's super fucking depressing." It is kind of depressing though when you think about it like that. Like how yeah. you said it, that's really depressing. See, because I'm sure people think of that like, "Oh man, can you imagine?"
0: So I'm literally alone in the universe, basically, and this is just all a figment of my imagination.
1: Yeah, because I'm sure when people think of that, they're like, "Oh man, that means you know eventually I'm gonna keep doing this again until I get it right, and I'm gonna live the best life I I can have." But like I said, there's too many things that are like, "What is the best life?" Too many w- factors, too many. What does variables. that mean about the past? What does that mean about the future? Yeah, there's too many variables. Yeah, you no, know, what if in your worst life, you know, you're a scumbag deadbeat dad, but at the very end you reconnect with some of your kids and you actually it turns out, you know, it wasn't that bad. You're kind of a scumbag, but you know, at the end of the light, at the end of the day, you made some mistakes but you ended up a decent human being, right? Okay. You reset, you do it again, this time, you know, you don't have any kids at all. Instead you pour it all into work. You know they—they they just never existed. It's like what then? Yeah. It's like what happened to those you know ghost babies I fathered? <laughs> the ghost babies. You know I my deadbeat father stage in my life. You know what what happens to them? Who knows, man? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. This is uh, this is too deep for me, brother. I don't know how to answer any That's of these questions saying. right now. I like to think of a lot of this stuff. I like to go really nitty gritty yeah. on things people say like dig that. Dig really
0: deep into it.
1: Well, cause I'm genuinely curious about it. Cause I, I've talked to people who don't have, you know, quote unquote strict religious views. Yeah. When they're, you know, I believe this and this. I'm like, well, but what about this? And does that mean this? But what about that? And that really, you know, kind of fucks me. It's, when people specifically though talk about stuff like that, like doing it again, like that really, cause I've heard something similar, but different in that, uh, you know, there, there's some people who believe that one of the versions of the afterlife is that you watch your life again. Not that you do it again, but that you watch it again. And and they're saying, so that way you could live your best moments again. I was like, that sounds like absolute hell to me. That sounds like it would suck. Because that means you would also, you know, rewatch shit, your yeah. worst mistakes. And they're like, and that's why you live a good life. I was like, no, because even in your best moments, you could do something. For instance, breaking off a bad relationship at the time is going to be the worst experience you have. But it's necessary for a better life in the future, right? Yeah. It's like, and even if you have that knowledge, just reliving it again, you know, you're going to get that same bad memory or you're going to see the bad relationship you were in.
0: You know what I mean? Or what if, like, it turns out that, like, say uh, say uh you broke up with someone, right, that it turns out y'all are actually really good for each other and then she moved away or whatever, or something happened to where y'all can not be together anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it turns out,
1: like... Oh, then you'd be like, oh, man, what if we would have got together? You know what I mean? Or what if it turns out you're like, man, my family's an at are assholes. I can't stand any of them. And you become estranged from your family. Then you go back and rewatch and you're like, I was the asshole. Yeah. Like I was never the hero of this story. I was the heel. Yeah. I, I was the bad guy in my family. I was the douchebag cousin who everyone couldn't stand. That was me. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that's yeah. a bit self-reflective. I actually think about that. I was like, man, because I don't get along with many of them. I was like, what if it's me? I'm the common denominator. Maybe
0: here. it is. Alex, not knows? in a bad.
1: Not like I'm like I can't stand y'all, but like a. Nah, I
0: know what you're saying. Like though.
1: a weird awkwardness. Like whenever I go there, I feel like they don't want to talk to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I right, let's be honest. I don't think they want to talk to anybody. I don't know. Yeah. I go over there. I feel like they don't want to talk to me. But to be fair, I also go places and don't want to talk to people. So it could also be that.
0: Could also be that. Yeah. All
1: right. You ready to get out of here? Uh, I mean, I guess. It's it's a bit shorter than last week, but I guess... Sorry, uh, It's because I took medicine before, and it's, like, really
0: kicking in. Like, I've been yawning for, like, the past, like, six minutes straight.
1: So, just so everyone knows, the medicine he took was daytime Theraflu.
0: I also want to throw out, you don't know this, but I went and took medicine before the podcast started. Oh, yeah. That was the medicine. I took pills. Okay. Moving on from you. Anyway, so... Uh, everyone, thank you so much for coming back to Wasting Our Twenties. We hope to see you next time. I'm Junior. I'm Alex.
1: Later. Bye.